Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, only about 13 minutes or so long, but every single day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's word and thereby focused upon our faith because faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. It also keeps us focused on a relationship with God and pointed in a more spiritual, positive direction through life each day. Well, you know people in your life who need to turn their thinking, their focus, their lives around, don't you? Probably some within your own family. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every single day through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. With your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can every day. Now, you may help somebody get to heaven by getting them into these short studies every day. What a great blessing for them but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make up your mind and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're gonna get back into our line of thought and study. We're getting toward the end of that, uh, to be this first section of it, by making the point that the devil is your enemy and he's walking about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. But you can resist him effectively and consistently by staying in the faith, living by God's teachings. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and 9. Don't let the devil win. Don't let the devil win. If you knew there was an enemy out there somewhere, maybe you might know his name or her name, or maybe you might not, but you knew somebody for sure, no questions about it. They were out for you. They were out to get you, to bring you down. You would be thinking about ways to take precautions to guard against them being able to do that. Well, are you doing the same? Realizing that the devil is out to get you? And he's the deadliest of all your enemies. The most effective and most powerful of all your enemies. Are you letting him win? Are you focused? Are you being vigilant? Are you being sober-minded, alert, on guard? Well, that's what Peter's talking about in 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and 9. Or are you being complacent? Now, the other side of the ledger is we need to make up our mind. We need to set our mind on things above, focus on godliness, on our spiritual lives, upon our faith in God. We need to be focused on getting to heaven. I've said many, many times, countless times in teaching and preaching over many, many years, getting to heaven is all that matters. If we don't get to heaven, our life has been a failure. Now, you can try to explain that away in all kinds of surface-level ways, but that's the fact of the matter. If we don't get to heaven, our life has been a failure. Well, which road are you taking? Now, the Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 3 and verses 18 and 19 that many are following the lead of the devil. Jesus said as much in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 13. Many are going down that broad, wide highway to self-destruction that ultimately ends up in hell. Eternal condemnation. 
Few are taking that narrow pathway of God's truth that leads to heaven and eternal life. Which road are you on? Now, don't be flippant and, you know, kind of knee-jerk in your reaction. So I'm, I'm on the right road. I'm going to heaven. How are you living your life? You see, how you're living your life identifies which road you're on. We talked about how Adam and Eve, once they had given in to the temptation of the devil to disobey God and eat the fruit of the tree that God forbade them to eat from, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, as soon as they did that, they recognized that everything had changed. They were sinners now. They were ashamed of their nakedness. They fashioned for themselves coverings with fig leaves. And when they heard God walking in the garden, they tried to hide themselves from God. Now, such is an, an impossibility because God is all-knowing and all-seeing. But they tried to hide themselves from God. Why? Because they were sinners now. Sin was the wedge between them and God. And that's exactly what Isaiah says in Isaiah 59 and verse 2. Your iniquities, your sins have separated you from your God. We cannot live in sin and walk with God at the same time. God wants us to be with him in heaven for all of eternity, but we have to make up our own mind. Don't let the devil win. Don't let the devil win. Living a life of unrighteousness, as we said, and as we read from 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 and 10, will keep us out of heaven. But when Paul wrote that letter, in that particular immediate context of Scripture, he was writing that to Christians in the congregation of the Lord's Church in Corinth, the city of Corinth. And he says, and such were some of you, but you were washed, you were cleansed, you were forgiven through the blood of Christ shed on the cross as you were baptized into him for the remission of your sins. Acts 22 and verse 16, why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling in the name of the Lord. Now we ask the question, are you trying to hide from God? Adam and Eve tried to literally hide in a physical way from God after they had sinned. But a whole lot of people try to hide from God by just putting God out of their mind, putting their sin out of their mind. The fact that it is sinful, just trying to put it out of their mind. And in that way, they're trying to hide from God. There's no hiding from God. God sees everything. He knows everything. Even the dark is like daylight to him. There's no deep, down, darkest of all pits where you can hide from God's sight. God knows exactly what you're doing, exactly what you're thinking. Don't let the devil win into alluring you into the idea that you can hide from God. Adam and Eve could not. You cannot. I cannot. Nobody can. 
And all of us will one day stand before the judgment seat of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In Acts chapter 17, verses 30 and 31, the Apostle Paul said this, Truly, these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. And God expects you to repent. The Apostle Peter said, God is long-suffering, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But that all should come to repentance part, that's on you, and that's expected of you by God. God did not send Jesus to save us in our sins. God sent Jesus to save us from our sins. So now God now commands all men everywhere to repent because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. Acts chapter 17, verses 30 and 31. Jesus will be that judge on that final day of judgment. All of us will stand before him on that day. The Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 10, we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Now putting Putting the potential condemnation for your sins out of your mind does not keep that from coming to be. Don't try to hide from God by just forcing yourself not to think about the consequences of how you're living. That's letting the devil win. Don't let the devil win. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. How Paul described that final day of judgment for those who are not ready, who are not living in faithfulness to God. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, beginning with verse 7, he talks about when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. He says, these shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. You don't want to be among that number. You don't want to be eternally lost in hell. God does not want you to be. Jesus does not want you to be. The devil does want you to be. Don't let him win. Don't let him win. Make up your mind. In Revelation 21 and verse 8, we're told that all manner of sinful lifestyles will result in the sinner who has not repented, who has not sought forgiveness, God's way, to be lost forever, eternal destruction. The cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. That's hell. 
that need not be your eternal destiny. God wants you to be with him in heaven, but he leaves the choice up to you. Don't try to hide from God. Don't let the devil win. Make up your mind to come to God through Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Dear Father in heaven, thank you for loving us and being patient with us, giving us time to come to repentance. Help those who need to do that to make up their mind, to not let the devil win, to repent and come to you through Jesus Christ, through baptism into him for the remission of their sins. Just as was taught so long ago on Pentecost by the Apostle Peter. Please forgive us, gracious Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.